I love it when I have a musician in studio. Daniel Weber returns. The last time he was here was for a gig with his band, The Disparos. Uh, they had an album release. Danny, good to see you. How are you, man? Good to see you too. Thank you very much for having me. And a lot has happened. The pandemic was miserable for uh, the world at large. But like all musicians, where you hold away in your home studio working on material. I had a great studio in Los Angeles. So probably around, let's I think, May of... God, this is already two years. This is crazy. 2020, May, we took a rescue embassy flight for U.S. citizens. 39 hours, got to Los Angeles, and for seven months, I spent going to the studio every day. Wow. And that discipline is important, isn't it? Especially when you're songwriting. I mean, uh, it's very romantic to say, oh, you know, rockers will just roll out of bed and belt a track. But it's more about the mechanics, the hard work. Oh, you know, being at it yes. day after day. Day after day. And also, you have to find motivation everywhere because it's so easy to just be unmotivated and then become uncreative. And then that's like, you know, becomes the worst in a musician. Then they start churning out stuff that's like, ooh, man, that was bad. So thank God I'm still motivated or I find motivation and inspiration especially. And, you know. Well, I was telling your lovely wife, I met her for a movie promotion. And I said, you know, uh, the Dispyro is something that I really tripped on. I grew up on, on classic rock, man. I mean, to me, it's always been about the Bon Jovis and before that, Leonard Skinner and, you know, more recently, Guns N' Roses and uh, and Metallica, of course, yeah. the OGs. The Dispyros is something, for those of you living under a rock, uh, Danny founded along with Grant and the bass player Stephen in 2010. So are you guys still together? Or we is this still a, make music. You still make we music still together. make music, yeah. So three albums and still going strong. Still going strong. We'll do a fourth album at the end of this year. Grant actually was on set while we were shooting the music video for Lose Somebody. So we're in touch probably every other day, all of us. You should watch a movie called Office Space. It's a very old movie. Okay, I know this is a cliched question. I mean, all the greats, all the legends have got asked this question. Jagger was asked when he did stuff away from the Rolling Stones. John Bond was asked when he uh, took a solo path away from Bon Jovi, the band. Why was it necessary to do a Daniel Weber single and album away from the Disparos? Oof, not necessary, but we create at a slower speed with the Disparos because we're all over the place. I'm in India you know 10 months a year and Grant is in LA and Steven's in Vegas and we're all doing our own thing and then when we come together we focus we work and we knock it out after a few weeks and then we go on tour and whatever it is but I'm always writing and I'm always creating and I'm always playing so for me it was like what will happen to this material so then the last time I went in with the Disparos I had like you know 30 songs and to present that to them was ridiculous and I looked absurd they're like alright all right, let us hear one and I'm like man what am I going to do with all these other ones I really want to do stuff with them so that's how it's started i said i have to create i have to record lovely you're gonna hear us play lose somebody also i urge you uh, it released on the 15th so it's out there you can go on to youtube and just do lose somebody daniel weber and uh, the video will come up it's a, it's a wonderful video rock music to me is going through a bit of a crisis and i'll tell you why i was reading somewhere that gibson was saying that they're selling lesser electric guitars than they ever did yeah sure factories are shutting down in the yep. u.s and across the west it's almost as though when you and me were growing up, Danny, the coolest kids on campus were the guys who pulled out their acoustic guitar and played guitar for the girls. But now the coolest kids are the guys who open their MacBooks and make mm. electronic dance music. You think it's a cycle? You think it's going to come back? How do you view what's happening in the world right now? I think that everything is cyclical for sure. I don't think it'll ever come back to where like, you know, four or five, six piece bands are the focal point of music again. 
I don't believe that will be like the primary source of great music. I think it'll be incorporated sort of, let's say, Imagine Dragons. They sort of do a mix of both. They have backbeats, they have synth, and then they also are playing instruments. That's so a great band you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, when they first came out, people were a little bit definitely unsure. Because they were sort of like a mix of two entities that was happening. Yeah, like they, the rock purists. Yeah, 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 well, exactly. You know, I in my head, I almost think of like Lemmy. What would Lemmy say if he was alive? <laughs> he'd be like, More dead. Yeah, he'd be like, what the hell is this? What is that electronic <laughs> thing in the back? You know, but listen, it all can't be, you know, Ozzy and Motorhead and all that stuff. So I think that will sort of become the next generation or already is becoming the next generation. And I think from there, it will evolve into, you still need to be good at an instrument but the way you become good at it is totally weird today kids are like no i learned on guitar hero and now i'm a really great guitarist and i'm like what that's how you learned how to play guitar it's wild yeah wonderful so just to cue you guys in i have uh, the metadata which is the people who worked on the song it's lyrics by daniel weber vocals by danny guitar by danny but i noticed that there are lots of interesting indian musicians and i'd like you to talk about them there's jigger on the drums amazing Vata, i'm gonna stop you here Vata, jigger i met this is pretty wild so jigger played filled in when our when the disparos came to india for a blues fest up in kasoli and our drummer couldn't make it and randomly we found jigger from india's got talent he's the drummer from there and he we reached out to him through somebody he played that show he was phenomenal and i've been in touch with him ever since and every time i'm in the studio doing something he's my guy awesome so that's big shout out to jigger then on the piano on the the organ is vatan so a little bit about vatan please jigger roped him in and said i think you will like him immediately sort of got the vibe and i probably didn't have to tell him more than two or three times like you know yes no he just understood it and that's a big thing with musicians you either sort of get it or you don't and i love a thudding bass line in a rock song yes vivian d'souza on bass also very new to me was roped in by the other guys and very quiet really still to this day can't even tell if he even liked the song or not but was there played it it did a great job had very little editing to do he was like he's a phenomenal player he is like a by the book player which i'm not i'm a very improv player i didn't grow up studying music but i play for 35 years and you know for him he would be like you know tell me the notes and the riff and the run of this and i'd be like oh here we go okay so he liked it like that so everything he charted out and still to this day because he's so quiet and like no expression i can't even tell you if he even likes the song but he did a great job (laughs) you know what i like about lose somebody apart from the amazing chorus the hook line and of course the lead guitar piece what i love about it is the fact that it's not overproduced Mm. it's just produced the right amount you know sometimes you listen to a song and you know that it's been overproduced yeah you know there are a lot of gizmos and tech use and things like that and jangir jangir i like that he would have his first name and his surname saying the same thing and that's why he goes by (laughs) jj and everyone in the industry knows him jj so big ups to him for for not overproducing it and just keeping the, the classic rock feel intact and I was very unsure because I never worked with him and he came recommended through Jigger and my first question always is hey do you listen to like American rock and roll classic rock and roll do you get this we meshed right away and I told him before that I'd be sending the song to my buddy in Nashville which is uh, Anthony Fox to mix and master Anthony is gold platinum records across the wall everyone that you can think of especially solo albums from like the steven tyler's to you know let's say vince neal's like these guys he's produced mastered mixed all of them probably 300 of them at least 
his collection discography is so unbelievable especially for someone like you you'd be like wow this is him so for me keeping it rock and roll straightforward breathing I had to send it to him because I knew that he would be able to do it. He did it for the last two Disparos albums. That's lovely. Lose Somebody is obviously a, a song about losing somebody. But at a deeper level, what does it mean to you when you were writing it? What were you thinking? I was thinking of it as losing in terms of death, but I think that it also can be construed as losing somebody. It could be a breakup. It could be anything. It could be a friend, a lover, family member. It really could be. It's just about the pain that you feel and that you have to go through that pain and everyone goes through it at some point and if you don't go through that pain then you really just haven't lost anything that's deep i love the video when you guys go and check out the video you'll see danny doing a bit of boxing hmm. with this amazing athletic lady so a little bit about james thomas who's your director yep. and the lovely boxer lady who you're boxing Cree, sparring yeah. with <laughs> okay james phenomenal uh he did the disparos video sorry he's also working on two new videos for me now don't even know where i actually met him when he was looking to cast sunny in a hollywood project some horror thriller or something that's how we originally met reviewing some other script and then we stayed in touch and then um he heard on i think you know on like soundcloud or something he heard one of the sparrow songs and he reached out to me and said i would love to make a video for this and that's how he started with sorry well we, then i called him for this song and he recommended cree which was strange because actually we had two or three boxers lined up and which was really intimidating because i'm not a boxer and i was like well i'm gonna look really weird in this video because i'm not a boxer i don't look like a boxer and all the other two or three people were like complete boxer shape women that would like totally kick my ass like easily and look like it too so then i got on set and it was actually the day before he's like no i replaced them i got cree she's great she is an actress model athlete sort of all wrapped into one and she looks amazing in the video she was able to portray what we wanted to and that's it and i love that i mean diversity and inclusion is what is where it's at right now it's yeah. wonderful that you got a woman of color you know it's weird. I, really think of it like that. Yeah, I think of these things oh. it's very important man yeah, yeah so i mean i know the U.S. Everybody thinks of these things. Yeah, it's it's equally true in yeah. India. I mean, I feel we're so layered and we're so segregated. It's just wonderful to see you. And if you did that without even thinking of it, yeah, it like, to you. like yeah, I think of like someone who like looks the part. For me, it's about you know if you're it and you're the part. I don't care you know what you are, who you are, what you do. Yeah, I mean, but she's I looking fabulous yeah, and she's yeah. done a great job. So uh, big yeah. ups on that. Do you still enjoy the small, intimate? rock venues it's been a while staying off the gig scene but how much are you aching to go back into it so i consciously stopped playing live as much as i was three years ago i felt that actually for me was not really doing anything great for myself with the disparos it was fun we were touring with a lot of fun bands like crazy guys like i think the last tour we did was with ted nugent i don't know like oh yeah and That's he lovely. was like yeah. nuts like crazy nuts tours and it was fun but i just thought that there's like something that happens like playing live is the greatest thing in the world there's no doubt about that but unless your music is out there enough where people are there to respond to it and to want to buy tickets and support you then it's great but if you are trying to build that and you are touring support for other great acts it's amazing for you don't get me wrong but it's also not like you sort of know that that's what it is you're just touring support for somebody else that's great and you're sort of helping them be greater not that 
Ted Nugent needs my help or, you know, Zach Wilde or any of those guys that we toured with, but it just wasn't self-fulfilling. The shows were great. For myself, I actually don't like playing these like really small, like 50, 100 person rooms. I hate that. When it's so personable, I perform worse. <laughs> if there's a bright white light and I can't kind of see that there's maybe 3,000 people, that's better for me. I perform the best awesome yeah so i completely buy this point you're not a cover band no you know no, people are yeah. not going to come there expecting covers you need the original material to get out there yeah so what's the idea with this i mean lose somebody comes out ultimately there will be an ep or now yeah absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely and we'll then keep you producing will, you keep will making. go and tour yes correct uh, to support it eventually i will yeah. go to support it and probably as i just said like I will probably be in support of somebody because as a solo career, it's new and it's fresh and I can't expect to go sell out rooms. So then I need to support somebody else's tour anyway who's looking for that little bit of extra push or whatnot. So listen, I think everybody has to believe in what they're doing and sometimes you have to swallow like that it might not be the best situation being on the road anyway is not ever the best situation but being at the show is a great situation so you sort of have to like take it hand in hand so yeah i will go out tour support then get it back with the disparos because it's easier to do better shows with the disparos and then incorporate some of this music if they allow me to please into the set that's sweet <laughs> what do you think of some of the Indian singer-songwriters who are performing in English Pratik Kuhar is, is a very interesting singer-songwriter I don't know if you've heard him don't know his stuff I don't even listen to the radio for the last six months at least you feel that adds to your creativity and originality so that you don't listen to anything no no I listen to a lot a lot of stuff in the last six months I have not I've completely tuned out everything I'm focused on what I'm doing and producing if I need to hear something that I remember that I really thoroughly liked I make notes and then I go okay this was something I loved I want to incorporate something like this or a sound like this or a style like this interesting but usually in my writing process once I'm like in the studio I'm tuned out because I will get so influenced by what I'm hearing I could be on the car ride to the studio and I'll come into let's say JJ and I'll be like dude we got to do this now and he'll be like we're like 90% done with the song what do you yeah. think? because I get so influenced by really great stuff I'd be like why aren't we doing this this must be like what's in or something so people around you have chaos so it's better yeah. you don't listen <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's better so I have to stay focused and then all of a sudden I will get back and I will start listening to you know whatever's on the radio and then I'll be like wow this is something really great so if you have to turn me on to something you send me a list, <laughs> send me a list and I will listen will do when you're done and dusted with yeah. this one completely yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> otherwise like JJ and, and Anthony Fox they will kill me big dude you got to get this in there you see what they're doing this is cool I have so much love and respect for Sonny and yourself as parents you know being parents of three that must be an incredible ride and added so much to you as a musician and person an incredible ride that's an interesting way to put it it is definitely no dull moment immense amount of love I could tell you this even on if you're having the worst day and maybe you know this as a parent the greatest thing is to come home to them and they're laughing and smiling because they don't care what's going on in the world and then everything is okay everything is perfect and whatever your crappy day was doesn't even matter anymore so that's the best way that I can sum it all up that's beautiful and a little bit of chaos (laughs) a little bit of chaos (laughs) and I love that you know you did so much for displaced people during the pandemic Mm. and the big ups to you man I mean I don't think that Sunny and you get enough credit for all the the lovely work that you guys do you don't do you shouldn't do stuff like that I know I know I know know. I've never seen you go go out there and speaking about it but since you're here by and Mm. by and we've predominantly talked about your music I'd like Mm. you to touch upon that because I think it's a vibrant example for all of us to be compassionate towards each other in this pandemic I mean what we've seen has been horrific 
So uh, the second wave Delta variant was like so crazy, obviously in India, especially that I was, I mean, I probably have to say that it was probably the first time in my life that I think that I was like depressed seeing what was happening and, you know, hospitals full and lack of oxygen and everything that was going on and, you know, death toll rising and who knows what the real numbers were and whatever. So I started this just live daily cast of streaming called Stories of Hope. And I wanted to connect with people, anybody and everybody that wanted to reach out and talk about what they were doing for their community, how they were helping, how they can help others, and how people can interconnect with them. And it turned into this crazy web of, you know, people would come on the show and say, hey, you know what, I have uh, two tanks of oxygen, I'm in, you know, so-and-so, here's my phone number, and we'd post it, and somebody would call them right away and be like, oh, this was great, thank you, we really needed it over here, they needed food parcels over here, they needed medicine over here, oh, I have extra medicine over here. It was so wild to see people interconnect, and it just took this whole thing of stories of hope into really just inspirational people that I was able to take inspiration from. Everybody took it from each other, and you sort of realize that in such a bad, terrible, crappy situation that was going on for everybody worldwide, there are such great people. There are warm-hearted, kind human beings in this crazy world that will help each other, not ask for anything, not even need a thank you. They will just do it out of the goodness of their heart. And to know that that still exists is priceless. I think that's humanity. And to see that happening in front of me blew my mind because that's not what I expected it to be. I thought it would just be people telling me stories of what they did, not all of a sudden using it as this like web of connecting. So it's pretty wild. Good on you. Daniel, can I ask you to play uh, Lose Somebody for us uh, in studio? It'll be lovely. Sure. We'll do. <laughs> Tomorrow? Now! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Daniel Weber with Lose Somebody. Only when you call me, you call me cold in your pain. You know that I was never gonna change, and you'll call me insane. Now it's only me in the darkness waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. Sometimes you gotta lose somebody before you ever understand. Sometimes you gotta lose somebody Before you feel the pain We all lose somebody So we can dream of them again Sometimes you gotta lose somebody Just to lose everything Before you ever understand 
gotta lose somebody before you feel the pain. We all lose somebody so you can dream of them again. Sometimes you gotta lose somebody just to lose everything. Daniel Weber, thank you for rolling by. Uh, thank you for having this me. This has been lots of fun. Take care of yourself. Cheers. Thank you, thank you, thank you.